I, I have done some energy work with Alana, which you know. Yes. Um, and to be honest with you, I, I can't say that I've experienced anything extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was very diffuse. Um, and, you know, I was, I mean, I've not ever since, but um, off and on, I would talk to people about energy work, and a lot of people say, oh, that's poppycock, it's just, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> it doesn't work, or whatever. How, how can you explain in simple terms how energy work works? Well, um, we know that the human body has many electrical functions, Correct. I mean, it's a a huge part of it is electrical. The heart's electrical. Every cell membrane is electrical, really. Um, um, So electricity is a huge part of us, and you can interchange those words. Energy can be used to talk about um, current flowing through a wire or current flowing through me. Um, You know, one of the things I tell people is the way you know energy is real is all of us have walked into a room where someone had an argument, and we didn't hear it. But when you walk in, you can feel it, can't you? Yeah. Okay, that's energy. And what I believe is that when I had that lightning strike thing happen in church when I was in praise, I believe it raised my vibration. I was already probably 18 months into the healthy diet thing. And I was, like I said, I was water fasting. I was seeking God. I went nine days. That's the longest I went on a water fast. But it will, uh, it'll change your vibration. There is no doubt. Um, and so now I look back and I feel like God was showing me how to get well, but that my response to him was probably so um, exciting to him to see somebody go, wow, this is awesome. I was reading six and seven books at a time. I was just Blair. I mean, <laughs> it, was just, it changed me. And so um, I think that once he gave me that lightning bolt, that it raised my vibration and the lifestyle that he had already taught me helped me maintain it. Um, and then he kind of continued to pepper that, that um, and encourage that as I continued to grow in other areas. So, Okay, uh, let I, me refine my question. How, okay. how does energy work heal? How does it can you um, graphically or, you know, in a picture kind of way, explain how the energy okay. works to the body and heals certain condition? Because I think that's what most people are interested Because mm-hmm. if people are not interested, they won't care. Right. But if people are curious, at least curious about it, I would like you to explain how it works so that, Maybe you can make some, and uh, pardon the, the word, but some converts here <laughs> into the, uh, the ability of energy to heal one's okay. body. Well, um, okay, so illness, they say, starts actually in the energy field before it starts in the physical manifestation of the cells and tissues, organs, and systems of the body. So... Um, because I have a higher vibration, when I would lay my hands on, and now I don't even touch the client, I, don't, I prefer to not even have them know I'm working on them in most cases, um, 
But when I lay my hands on someone, my higher vibration, so if I'm, if I'm vibrating at a higher frequency than you, mm-hmm. and I lay my hands on you, your body's lower vibration energy is going to move towards that healthier, higher vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's the path of least resistance. It's, it, again, if God is high, high, high vibration, and, and let's say you're here and I'm here and he's way up here, then I'm just bringing you up a, a, up a notch in the, in the frequency of your body. And so, um, but, you know, does that make sense? Uh, I mean, it's not, I'm, I'm it's trying not to find, proof, but. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to find an analogy. So let's talk about someone's body is sick. And if the body is, um, let's say, an electric wire and there's some crooks and bends and the electricity, the power, the energy doesn't flow well, are you, is your job to straighten up or clean up that energy and make it Yes, it, it can bring it into balance. Um, and I wanted to show you something. This is a book I got in the mail yesterday. Um, and it's called, it's Cross Currents, and it's by Dr. Robert O. Becker. This was copyrighted in 1990, so it's been out almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. And he has a chapter in here, it's called Cross Currents, and it says, The Perils of Electropollution and the Promise of Electromedicine. So there's ways to help the body and ways to hurt the body using energy. And what's interesting, he has about eight pages in here that talk about the healer phenomenon. And he said that, um, he said it's, and it's funny because 20 years ago, he's saying, oh, this is much more accepted now. And I'm like, no, it isn't. (laughs) You know, it's like, um, one of the reasons it's hard to get paid for this service is because people don't understand it. They're not going to buy what they don't understand. Right. But the book has its own purpose because, um, I now, I won't even work with a client unless you've read the book. If you haven't read the book, you can't pay me enough to read it to you. I'm not going to disseminate it. It took 23 years of my life. It's the book that I wish somebody had written for me to read. Um, It covers a broad foundation of what we're doing to destroy our health. And so, um, you know, to me now, if you are if you're not eating right, if you're going to eat low vibration foods, drink low vibration drinks, think bad things, be in a bad relationship, be stuck in a third grade spiritual institution, and you're not interested in growing, then I'm not interested in working with you. I mean, it's kind of, uh, what's the point? It's too hard. Which brings me to another analogy. If someone uh, consciously or consciously or because of lack of knowledge or experience uh, goes through life uh, eating bad foods, drinking bad drinks, what we consider bad drinks. Now, right. of course, unhealthy. they think they right. unhealthy. They think it's good for them. But mm-hmm. We disagree Diet with that. <laughs> so in a way, that makes them uh, a lower quality conduit for healing energy, isn't that Bingo. right? Bingo. Perfect. Perfect. You got it. Okay. You got it. Well, and thank you me, for helping me understand that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's, it's true. It's you true. hit it. You hit it right. So, right. Um, you know, there's a, a couple of uh, testimonials on my blog. 
um, for people that, I mean, they're miraculous. Um, like I said, I stopped doing the hands-on. I, I just feel like, um, and in fact, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. And after we talk about the radiation stuff, uh, I'll go a little further in that, but I, um, well, if, if people are living in an unhealthy electrical environment, which I will talk about my experience here, I guess, next, but, mm -hmm. uh, and they come to me for healing work, or if I do a session on them remotely, uh, which Jesus did, I got actually invited to leave a Facebook group because I do healing work. <laughs> and so it's a bunch of Christians, and they said, by what authority do you do this work? Because we are not supposed to manipulate energy. And I said, sweetie, you manipulate energy when you think. You manipulate energy when you talk, when you sing, when you, oh, well, we're just not supposed to mess with. And I'm like, so I said, okay, you asked me by what authority. And I said, did Jesus heal the centurion's servant remotely or daughter or whatever? It was a servant, I think remotely and I said, there's my authority. And I said, and he said, the works that I do, so shall you do and greater works shall you do because I go to the father. Um, when he did his transfiguration, um, I believe that we got to see, or we didn't get to, but Peter, James and John, whoever it was up there with him said that I believe they got to see Jesus in his energetic and holy and pure state. Uh, very high vibration, his physical body just kind of disappeared. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've, one of the things I get upset with, I say mainstream Christianity, they make up 73 to 88% of our culture. If they believe, and this is what they teach, they've brought their Coke machines to the church, there, there's a river of junk foods, you've got aspartame on the table, and uh, uh, what is that pink one? Um, Poison. <laughs> pink poison. Yes, we'll call it that. There's everything there, and their prayers are limited only to a mainstream pharmaceutical doctor. Yeah. And so it's a, it's an. So here we are. The United States makes up five percent of the global population. We consume seventy percent of the global drug supply. Eighty percent of the opiates. And these are all 2014 statistics that I got for putting the book together. And yet the 2014 social index report shows the U.S. in last place in life expectancy. Yeah. So it isn't working. And the church has brought it in and ordained it and said, this is the way. Right. So um, it is not the way. And I've told somebody the other day, in my view, modern Christianity is on about a third grade spiritual level. And if right, we don't no. wake them up, we're stuck. Not only that, but our medical system is now one of the best in the world. It's what no. number what in the, I mean, we, uh, this country has the most quote unquote sophisticated medical system, and yet mm -hmm. in the rank of the healthiest country, right? It's what number twenty or something, or uh, I don't um, remember the exact number. And uh, a, a silly question came up: Why would the Christian or the churches in general? support a system such as this one if they're not bright by the pharmaceutical system and then all that i mean what's the reasoning behind that oh well, i believe the answer is that jesus warned us there was going to come a great falling away and an apostate church 
And I put up a graphic the other day and said, don't expect them to recognize who they are. That's on you. You know, you're not supposed to sit in the pew and be mindless because um, your presence is your approval. That's the way I look at it. And right. um, I've, you know, I have all kinds of scripture. Oh, you're supposed to be in church. And I'm like, no, and no, I'm not. There's a scripture that says that if a person is teaching error, don't even bring them into your home because then you're going to be judged for basically encouraging them in, in error. So, right. you know, people just read, we have been so conditioned in Christianity. Um, and, you know, I, I went into massage school and met all these new age people. <clears throat> and it's been interesting because sitting in churches, they're typically condemning new age and spiritualism. And they call what I'm doing Reiki. And I'm like, I don't call it anything. It was given to me by God standing in a church <laughs> while, mm. while singing praise to him, you know? So, um, and, you so know, what is, what is the difference between Reiki and the work you do? Well, I believe we're working with the same systems, but uh, Reiki to me is a formal training that may give us language to describe things, and it may uh, give some uh, some uh, a way to train people to do. You know, I just had the Holy Spirit or whoever that was that was working with me, so I didn't do any training. I just, it was just, um, so... I can't condemn Reiki. I can't approve it. I can't, it's just, to me, it's just, there's, there's tons of them out there. There's uh, the telling your touch method. There's the healing touch. There's quantum touch. I mean, there's a ton of them out there by different right. names, but we're all just learning cranial sacral is, is right. working with that system. And, um, you know, the, the blog, if you look on um, February, March, April, and May, I think, of 2016. There are some testimonials there of sessions that I did. And um, one of them was a, a man that I know on Facebook through a friend of a friend, and he wrote me one night and said that he was depressed because he had some friends and um, they had a baby in the hospital, and the, the doctors had just told him we can't, we can't fix the baby. You need to make final preparations. And this young family was just devastated. And I said, well, I'm about to go to sleep. I'll do a little work on her. What's her name? And I just asked for the first name and um, her name was Reagan. And so I went into my mode, which I really just, <sighs> and I, for some reason, bring my hands together like this. And I say, father, this is for Reagan. And then I just be quiet and be still. And everything happens differently with each person. But I, could, I can usually get a sense and I can feel and sometimes I see things in my mind's eye. And I felt energy move in her in some way and boom and whatever. And so I wrote Matthew back and I said, uh, and it, this is on that post. I've got copies of the screenshots so people actually see this really did happen. I mean, I can hook you up with the man who can hook you up with the parents that it happened for. Mm -hmm. And so a week went by and he wrote me and said, oh, my gosh, I forgot to tell you. He said, my wife came in Monday and said that the baby started breathing on her own and they took her home. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, you know, any anybody that wants to say I'm not doing the work of God or that this is not OK with God, I'm like, so you want me to have this knowledge and let a baby die? That's the mm -hmm. Jesus you know? 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, if this is wrong, I'll stand before God on it because I don't believe that. I had a question that, um, not the question, actually, we should probably put a warning here to let people that medicine in certain ways has its place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's just that uh, in general, so, you know, obviously if you break a leg, don't just mm-hmm. pray for healing, go to hospital, or get it fixed and so on. Absolutely. So we don't want to mislead people into believing that, um, you know, energy healing is going to fix everything. But mm-hmm. um, in some cases it can help and people should know this. There could be an alternative and not just, uh, uh you know, we, we as a society have been brainwashed to believe that modern medicine is the only answer to everything. Mm-hmm. But for people like us that are a little more knowledgeable, we know there's a lot of other options out there, and this is one of them. Right. But it's not the only one, and it's also not the answer to everything. So right. this is just my trying to tell people out there, you know, uh, Listen to what we are saying. We are saying today, but don't think that, you know, if you want to try by all means, try it. But don't think it's gonna heal everything. Just you know, there's a there's a way to use the right tool for the right. Right. You know. Well, and, and that's this, kind of, yeah. The point of my book is we need to reconnect with God so that we we can lead us. That's a huge part of the message. Is that you know, I stopped running from human to human. I don't care if they were healers or doctors or a shaman or what. I stopped looking for human reliance and I stopped in my tracks and I said, Father, I want you to guide me. And when you invite him in, he will bring the people that you're comfortable with, the people that speak a language that you will receive. And so he will allow us to grow. But our problem is that mainstream Christianity today has stifled the growth of their congregants and completely aligned them to the culture, which is a, a contra- a completely in contrast to what Christ taught. Right. So before we go to the discussion of um, your sensitivity to <clears throat> energies out there, uh, let's talk briefly about your book. So you wrote a book, Getting Well, God's Way. Uh, can you give us a short version of why you wrote the book and and you know the the one page description of what the book is about um the book is my story of uh of what we've been talking about just after seeing 11 or 12 doctors in 18 months and having lots and lots of prayer and not seeing i was gotten worse i decided that we were doing it wrong and i wanted to make god the object of my search um and so I canceled all the appointments, and this book is the story about how I got well and what I learned along the way. Can you show us the book? Oh, yes. Your book. I did. It was kind of shiny. but Right. There we go. That's a pretty good okay. picture. Yeah. And it's on Amazon.com is where all of the reviews are forming. It's on Barnes & Noble. It's, if you just type in Getting Well God's Way on a search engine, it'll show you where all you can find it. But Amazon's where the reviews are building. So it's got 29 reviews. And you know, what is really interesting, if you read the reviews, one of the things that's happening is people are reconnecting to God reading this book, Um, Mm. which is what I expected. Because like you said earlier, that we are warriors. And because we are Mm. coming against systems and error, 
um, at an epic level, historic level, I believe, um, there is an inherent battle that goes on. And this, this, just living this journey and writing this book cost me dearly <laughs> because um, there's enemies, um, spiritual and otherwise. So mm. I'm living a life story that you're either in it with me or you're out. <laughs> it's kind of, there isn't any lukewarm area. You're either in it with me or you can't be around me. So, so the short version of um, what your book is about um, so that people are interested to look into it, at least to go to Amazon, what would uh, people need to know in order for them to go to um, look inside the book on Amazon? I, I think there's that option on your book, isn't it? Yes, there is. There is. Mm. And um, I, I talk in there about, I tried to lay a foundation um, of all of the things that we do that are destroying our health, like coffee. Coffee mm. is a perfect example. I love coffee. I love the smell of coffee. My body doesn't like coffee. Mm. I don't get to drink it. And that's a completely new concept mm. in this world that you would deny yourself something. So mm. I'm appealing to them to not only recognize what your body wants, but to, to do that. And, you know, this, is, this body is a gift from God. And I would think if he gave me a car, I would really want to take care of it because God gave me a car. You know, God doesn't give everybody a car, but I got this car and I get one for a lifetime. It's part of our testimony. So this book is not only informing, but it's appealing and it has got scripture laid through it because I'm addressing in this book mainstream Christianity that is in epic error. And when you make up 73 to 88% of the culture and you believe that you can eat and drink anything you want and pray to a magic genie when the consequences show up, we've got a problem. Mm -hmm. So if they're 73 to 88% and we consume 70% of the pharmaceuticals, that's a lot of Christians that are sustaining the drug market. Right. I, I don't know how you can see it any other way. Right, right. And so and this book is not only information, but it teaches you how sanctification leads to holiness and how God feels about that and shows you how I was chasing him and how he showed up and how he responded so that people can get over this concept that somehow there's going to be a magic wand wave. No, this was 23 years of effort and continues to be today. Um, right. We live but in a you world. also you also give a lot of uh, practical advice, and oh, yes. including oh, yes. including even um, health insurance, which was yes. surprising to me. Yes. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. Because a lot of people can't afford mm -hmm. uh, a decent insurance on the, you know, uh, ACA system. So right. uh, you provide a lot of practical advice, uh, mm -hmm. not just on the what to eat, what not to eat, so on and so forth, and right. the spiritual side, but right. also very practical. So yeah. I like that about the book. Well, good. Yeah, it's, right. a, it's a good book. It, uh, it was written from my heart, and that's what people are feeling. And so right. one man said that uh, reading the book is like studying with a mystic. I was like, wow, that's pretty good. But he said most people, he said most gurus and mystics don't, don't tell you how they got from their beginning to a state of maturity. 
And right. so that's what he liked about the book, because I am kind of taking my reader along with me and I'm showing them the practical knowledge that God gave me. I'm showing that he set requirements on me. I'm showing that he brought me gifts. I'm showing that he took me into uncharted waters. And uh, that's another thing that another reader said. She said, thank you for standing for God. Thank you for standing for what you believe. Thank you for, uh, you know, showing us this example. And she said, and it taught me that God will show his people new things that have been hidden for centuries. And that's okay. what this energetic teaching is about. So, okay. Um, okay. Well, we've talked about the book. Let's talk about the, okay. your sensitivity to radiation. Uh, so we already know that you are, for lack of a better word, transmitting energy coming from a higher level. Mm-hmm. And how did you start to realize that uh, what I guess you could call negative energies mm-hmm. affect you? Okay, so I would, you know, you know a lot in hindsight. So I'm going to start from the point that I went, whoa, <laughs> you know, I, I was real. And then I started seeing, oh, I've been seeing this for a while and just didn't know what it was. Um, I was, I had a job working for a title company as a notary and it was part-time and I could take what I wanted and keep on the writing projects on the side and it was perfect. But it meant that I had my cell phone in my hand all the time because that's how I captured the assignments and there's 13 other people competing for them. So the faster you are to get that. So um, the cell phone was in my hand a lot and it was four years old um, in August of 2016, uh, all right, well, in, in February of 2016, I had two visions, and God showed me he was taking that job from me. I was not happy. <laughs> I was like, um, because this journey has taken so much, I'm like, really, you're going to take my job too? <laughs> so I went through four and a half months of unemployment, but it you know, he showed me the visions because he said, I want you to know this isn't you being fired. This is me taking you somewhere else. I, I got, and so, all right, so now I've still got the phone in my hand because now I'm, I'm, that's my lifestyle, right? It's in my hand all the time. That's when he said, I said, all right, why don't you get me fired? And he said, clean off your desk. So I cleaned off my desk and I found a piece of paper that said, you got to write a screenplay. So I won't, that's all in the book. So it's a pretty interesting story. So I got the screenplay written thinking that, well, if I write the screenplay that I've been avoiding for two years, maybe he'll let me have a job again. So I wrote the screenplay and immediately went out and got an upgraded iPhone. I had had an iPhone 4 and I went to a 5C. And within a month, I started noticing that my hands were aching when I would touch the phone. And I thought, wow, that's weird. You know, these phones, so I ordered a a radio frequency safe case from rfsafe.com. And um, got one for each of us here in the house and put that case on there. And they, my mother and sister couldn't feel anything. They don't know what I'm talking about. Even with that case on and closed, my hand would still ache. And that's when I thought there is something not right here. So I thought, well, you know, maybe I just need a break from the phone. So I held it less, but I was still using it. And that went on for a month. And in October of 2016, I touched the screen of my phone and a pain shot up my left arm that felt like a blood pressure cuff was on too tight and it stayed for two hours. 
Um, I then started reacting to everything electrical in my world. Um, being in my bedroom, every time I walked past a light switch right outside of my in the hall, right outside of my door, I could feel like this heaviness. And so when I'm doing the healing work, a lot of times I will feel a very dense, heavy, painful energy. Um, and it will dissipate or I will, I will actually run my hands down my arms and, and sling it out. And then you go back and get some more. And so that pain I was familiar with, but it, was, it felt different. It felt like a, something about that healing pain felt right. This felt wrong. That's all I can say is that it just did not feel that it was a healthy good thing to be. All right. So um, one of the first things I did was got online and downloaded a, um, an ebook by a guy in France. And uh, he's, well, actually he's, is he in France? Yeah, he's in France, but he's from the, he's from England. His wife took him to France. So y'all are opposite, Mark. <laughs> anyway, um, he had a book called Long-Term EMF Protection, and it's only available as an ebook, but uh, we downloaded it, printed it out. It was 92 pages, and it said, here's the different meters that are available. Here's what you need to know. And my mother locked in. I read this thing where he said, you may. He said, you've got to heal your environment. Yeah. Um, and so one of the f other very first things that someone gave me a piece of info was about an electronic, uh, electrical engineer on YouTube. Uh, if you look up tracing EMFs in building wiring and grounding, I think is the title. It's a 22 minute little video. And at the very front, it's very technical, but at the very beginning, this man describes how he and a team were, um, hired by California school district to randomly survey 90 schools for EMF. And they were shocked to find out that 95% of the problems were coming from building wiring, not from the technological equipment in the buildings. Mm. So that was a pretty like, wow, you got to heal the environment. So then when we got this other guy's book and it's, he said, you may need to go through and change out every outlet and switch in your house because they become saturated. And I'm like, we're not doing that. That sounds expensive. That's the thing my mother locked in on. And I will say that when I was ill, the healing gift stopped. I was ill. I didn't have the healthy energy to share with anyone. So uh, I would be dealing, drawing from a bankrupt account. Um, this book talks, this cross currency talks about an older woman who did healing. And as she got older, it was harder on her. So we are drawing from our own energy bank to do this work. Um, and so, um, even though we're processing, I think is how I perceived it. Cause I always felt like energy was coming in from God here and then coming out my hands. And so, um, what was I telling you? Oh, so we changed out every outlet and switch in this house. We upgraded them to a 20-amp commercial. Now, here's what's interesting. When I cleaned off my desk, I found a business card for an electrician, and I had written across there, very honest man. So I pick up the phone and call him and tell him I need an electrician, and he comes over, and he brings this younger guy with him, 
And I had them watch that electrical engineer 22 minute video because I said, this is what we're doing. Here's the meters. I'm going to show you what I've already found. If I had not taken them through this process, they would have had no clue. They would have thought she's batty. They told me that. <laughs> if you had not had the meters to show us. So we have now an entire industry of electricians who don't understand that they can actually give people cancer and make them ill by doing their job wrong. Hmm. They're not being taught. And so got these guys on board. Well, they're here maybe the first time. And uh, Joe says, the older man, he says he's recovering from uh, tailbone cancer. And I'm like, wow, that's a weird one. I mean, often do you hear tailbone cancer? And so then he puts his cell phone in his back pocket. <laughs> and I went, uh, Joe, hello. <laughs> and I had a little conversation with him and he turned white. <laughs> and I was like, I'll just leave you with that, you know? And so I left the room and let him do his work. Well, he and his coworker must have been talking about it because his coworker comes up to me and said, hey, my brother had the same kind of rare cancer that Joe had. And I said, really, where was his? And he said, right here behind his ear. Well, what's he doing? He's talking on a phone or wearing a Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. And so I said, are y'all seeing the connection? And he said, we haven't until now. I now know. So I put on Facebook that information and, and several people commented. I had cancer from my cell phone. And so I put up a post that said, I now know five people with cancer from their cell phones. Yeah. And um, a friend of mine in Houston is a doctor's wife, Virginia Young, replied, I know dozens. Mm. So if you go on PhoneGate on YouTube and just type in PhoneGate, you'll see that these phones are putting out three to four times the radiation that the manufacturers reported. Mm -hmm. it's, as usual, it is uh, corruption and payoffs and campaign donations and so um actually I could, I could speak directly to that back in the 90s i was at uh, plymouth university and as one of the studies there, i did a couple of electrical um degrees oh cool. and um a classmate of mine uh, guillaume and i we decided that we would just see if there was any truth in the suspicion that back in the 90s that cell phones were uh, dangerous to life mm -hmm. So we said, well, how can we do this? How can we show that it's dangerous to life? Or, you know, it's not healthy for a living organism. Mm -hmm. So we had the idea that we would get two, uh, we would get a colony of fruit flies. We would divide that colony in half as much as we could. We put one colony in a tank that was shielded from all radiation. And we put another colony, the, the other half of the colony in a tank that had just a one watt, um, not even that, 100 milliwatt, um, 900 meg uh, signal going into it mm -hmm. 24 hours a day and we we let it go for i think about three generations of fruit flies to be you know, to be born and the one that was shielded no real change the one that had been subject to um, the radiation just the sort of a fairly low grade radiation um, at the time um, had numerous um, die-off, the progeny were deformed, oh. and the actual numbers of um, fruit flies went down compared to the one that had been you know, left alone. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So there you go. And mm-hmm. when I say deformed, I mean enormously deformed. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, when this first started with me and I would tell people what was going on, it was a very interesting social experiment, my friends. <laughs> because I watched people's, because I read energy, I can see way more than their face. Yeah. And I would 